I'm Tara. I'm Ryan. We love Disney movies. So we decided to watch them all, from Snow White to Frozen 2 and beyond. Each episode, we'll watch a different Walt Disney Animated Studios film and tell you all about it. Did we like it? Does it hold up? Who's our favorite hero? Or villain. We'll give you history and fun facts about each movie. And sometimes, we'll invite our friends to watch along with us. So put on your tiara. Or your evil crown. And join us on our adventure. This is Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Hello, listeners, and welcome to a Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries mini-tale. Today, we are starting on kind of a new journey. Mm-hmm. Uh, a little in side, addition to our old journeys. In addition journeys. to our old journeys, yeah. but just we're starting <laughs> something new. We're kind of we're going to start doing the Walt Disney cartoons. The the which will include Disney Afternoon and probably some other things. Mm-hmm. Um, we are starting with uh, the Adventures of the Gummy Bears. Gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere. What you don't know is she said she wouldn't sing, so that's very <laughs> exciting. Um, it's gonna be in my head for a oh rest my, of the we night. Dis- it's a Monday. We decided this on a Saturday we would do this, and it has been in my head Since for then. 72 yeah. hours. Yes. And I keep singing the wrong words, too, so I guess I need to actually learn I it. I mean, I feel like with all of these, it's kind of just, you don't necessarily know the words, you just know the, 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 the tune. Mm-hmm. Now, what do you remember about this show? So, I don't remember much, but I do remember that I watched it. Like, mm-hmm. I remember it being one I really liked. The gummy juice is obviously the thing I remember the most that that could make them bounce. And I feel like I probably, like, wanted that as a kid. Uh, but, yeah, my memories are vague. But I I think I came across in my notes, yeah, this was the first Saturday morning network cartoon series. So from from the Disney animation. Yes, yeah. Sorry, uh, produced got, by Walt Disney. Yes. So I, it's Michael Eisner's first week as yes as 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 the the new head of Disney, and he invites a bunch of people over to his house on a Sunday, and they start coming up with ideas for some. Well, I heard it was Eisner's idea. Well, I read so that- this specific one was one of his kids' ideas. Uh, if you listen to podcasts or I, they talk a lot about how Breck, his son, would like say things, and he'd be like, "This is the this is the future." The kid, he'd be like, yeah. I, "This these these rides are dumb. I want something scary." And that's how Alien Extraterrestrial came, came about, things yeah. like that. So he apparently said something, and he went, "We should make a a, a a show about gummy bears." And apparently, everyone in charge of him went, "Oh, okay," and thought he was kidding. And then he called the guy up and was like, hey, how's the Gummy Bear show coming along? He's like, oh, great. And then, like, wrote everything that day. And it was originally, they were like, I guess it's about candy. They had a bad guy was named Licorice Whip. Oh, there were the bad... Kind of like Candyland the board game. Yeah, the, well, the bad guys were the Scummy Bears. Like, yeah. it was all this weird stuff. And they're like, the best... It was terrible. But mm-hmm. the best thing that came out of that was we got the copyright on the name and everything and then we went okay now let's really figure out what this is about Mm -hmm. that's interesting so i have here uh a lot of times in our mini tales we don't do a deep dive we did a 
put our toes in the water. Not really yeah, a deep need, dive. I need a, a, waste, a, waist a waist high dive. A waist high dive. <laughs> Don't dive into waist high water. I want to <laughs> yes, make that please, very clear. Uh, but it aired from 1985 to 1991. Mm-hmm. So it ran for six seasons, which equaled seven years and 67 episodes. I think it ran on CBS for the first part. That I didn't have. And so then the last season true. it was on ABC. Yeah, and now you can find it all on Disney+. Plus. It is all on Disney+. Plus. So what we're doing for these is we watch the first two episodes, and we'll go into that in a little bit after some little more history, uh, just to kind of, in my mind, get kind of the idea. The, I think our ideas from here on will go like the first storyline or the first two episodes, whichever is... Yeah, these are pretty contained, so... Yeah. Um, it looks like some of the bad guys show back up in other episodes. Absolutely. But yeah, different stories. Storylines. Now, it was. I, well, I do want to jump into something because this isn't actually the first one. The first one is the Wuzzles, which I'm not sure is on Disney Plus. But I want to talk a little bit about that because the reason it's not on Disney Plus is, is and this was their first shot at these these cartoons. Was the idea was the idea of the Wuzzles is it's all these animals that are two animals mixed together. It's Rhinoki. He's a rhino and a monkey. There's Butter Bear, who's a butterfly and a bear. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, they did it with CBS. It was a joint venture. CBS apparently didn't like, didn't really like it much. I think they got a second season on ABC, but they also got sued because someone else had this extremely original idea of mixing two things together. And and the way they say it, this oral history article I have, which is the oral history of the Disney afternoon lineup, which we'll Mm -hmm. be going back to fry this well for a lot of these. Um, said that they basically the guy could prove that he had the idea and instead of he's like oh i'll never do the idea but i can make it into a nice lawsuit so that's probably why the rights are all over the place It was on two different networks it was a joint venture so this was the first one that disney like made sure they owned everything because of everything with the wuzzles well and what's interesting is one of the facts i found they don't reference the wuzzles and uh, i'm curious if it's because there's like battles like i what i found was Gummy Bears was one of two Disney Afternoon series not based on existing properties. Right. But technically, it's three if you yes. count the Wuzzles. Well, they start. There's also another one I saw in here called Fluffy Dogs mm-hmm. that didn't. There's a reason you don't know it. I don't think it made it off the ground, but they started off being very like tight with their own IP, yeah. which was interesting because they said in that Eisner meeting he was like. We have all this wonderful IP. We're not like we've put all the, the, you know, there's a reason like DTV and Disney Channel and all this stuff came out around that era because he's like, we have all these Mickey Mouse cartoons and they're just sitting in the vault. Yeah, we might next, as well use them. Next to Walt's Frozen Head and Song <laughs> of the South and they're not doing anything. Yeah. Like we need to do something with them. And so that's was first his idea. You know, that's why we start getting some of that stuff here. And he's like, we need to come up with stuff because movies only generate IP and licensing. Once every so many years. This is before they started doing the every year in the Renaissance. Mm-hmm. But that was, you know, it's 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 interesting to look back because I think nowadays we kind of look at the Disney business plan as kind of cold and not feeling and like have this. Well, it's because they own feeling. everything now, right? But like that's the same thing that's going. Like this is a big product of the like '80s push for marketing and and for business and entertainment through cartoons and stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I look back on this with a little more fond memory, even though it is like he's like, we need to have this many cartoons so we can have this many toys and we can do this. But I, I find it endearing somehow. Yeah. I don't know. Well, um, uh, the other one that I should mention is, I said one of two, and if mm-hmm. you count Wuzzles, it's one of three, is Gargoyles. 
Yes. And then but Gargoyles I, isn't out for a while. It's a early 90s. Yeah. And then I also have um, how the series was financed. And I just took a picture because it was too long to write it down. Okay. So I wanted to read this. To finance the series, Disney Television Animation was able to draw upon financial resources supplied by the corporation in anticipation of profiting when the series entered syndication, as opposed to established TV animation competitors like Hanna-Barbera, who had to depend primarily on network TV license fees to finance their content. So I found that really interesting, Hmm. how they figured that out. This allowed the series to be produced on a comparatively lavish budget for higher quality writing and animation yeah, for television. I was going to say that watching the first two episodes, it looks better than most like yeah. cartoon animation, it, especially in the 80s. Yeah, it says, with this series becoming a major success because of these production values, it made Disney television animation immediately a major force in the medium. So, going back to their business plan, their marketing, you know, they're very smart with thinking about syndication and how they were going to get the money to kind of fund these projects mm-hmm. as opposed to kind of, I guess, what was currently happening with Hanna-Barbera and other cartoons. So I feel like we jumped into this without really like, you know, assuming you knew about the gummy bear. So, but let's take a second and, and go over, you know, kind of what's going on if, if, if you don't. So it's this magical ancient world Kind of fairy tale land, you know, European Anglo Saxon fairy tale esque world where gummy bears are kind of creatures that people believe are fairy tales or myths. Um, there's a young boy whose name is already gone, but he's pretty much Cavan. Cavan. And he's very much like Wart from yes. Sword in the Stone. There's even like a. Uh, Sir Ector, yeah. like guy who's like you're you you think you believe in gummy bears? What a baby! Yeah, which is I think the son of the guy who Cavan is a page for, which Do is you, very similar Sir, to Wart's Sir Tuxford, or which something. is Wart's like story. Wart is a yeah. page to him as well, so it's it's similar. Well, it's drawing a lot from a lot of. Well, let's get so the gummy bears are are a mythical being that used to help everyone and as you go along the series you find out they used to be these like technologically advanced they create aqueducts i think in that one we saw a little bit of they create like a flying machine like yeah. there's all this stuff but the mysteries have they been have all lost these tunnels cavin runs into a group of about six uh gummy bears uh we'll get into why six is a very important number <laughs> of its era here in a second um but they're this group and he's like oh my gosh we found you and they're like we have forgotten we don't know anything that was so long ago like i like that kind of idea that they're like yes we're the gummy bears but like we're kind of a mystery to ourselves yeah we're still discovering and we have to stay hidden because we don't there's no more of us yeah the kind of the last of our kind um i wonder if they go into like being distrustful of humans like there seem to be like Back in the days, it was like humans and gummy bears were coexisted, and now they're kind of like. Well, I'm wondering if humans are why they don't exist. Maybe in, they, I mean I'm they sure they haven't gone into that yet. Yeah, I, well, I don't know that even a child's like afternoon show they want to be like, and they were murdered. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't think they're going dark just yet, but. Well, and um, I've got like a lot of more interesting facts, so I don't know if you want to talk about the episodes first and then loop back in on facts. Or... Well, let's talk a little bit about the the world because there's an interesting thing I found in it was so gummy bears. I guess comes from German. I'm probably Bree. If you're out there, let me know if I'm wrong. But it's gummy bar, which is okay. rubber bear. Oh, so that's where they get the idea that, that they sense. drink the gummy berry juice and they bounce around. Yeah. 
Oh, that's the other thing. They know the secret of gummy berry juice, which is when gummy bears drink it, they bounce around like ping pong balls. When humans drink it, they get really strong for a minute. I, I but think it doesn't last very doesn't long last for very any long. of them. And if I remember correctly, that's the secret of gummy berry juice is like the, one of the driving forces going forward. There's that bad guy that sounds a little bit like Captain Hook. Mm-hmm. And, and who now knows that juice exists. Exists. So and I think trying... that's his drive. He's the main villain, I believe. Yeah. Uh, Duke Ig, Igby Igfer. Like, uh, yeah, the names I don't remember are not his great. name. The gummy bears we remember, but like, so that's the drive going forward. One thing I didn't want to point out in the new Ducktales, there's a whole thing where uh, Scrooge goes on an adventure to find a secret formula, and you don't know what it is. And when he gets there, you find out it's gummy berry juice. Oh, that's awesome! And so they drink it, and like they get strong and bounce around and stuff. Yeah. Um. So we've got this cast of characters, the gummy bears, the six gummy bears. Um, do you have their names? I do. So Gruffy is kind of like Grumpy. He's wearing yes. a green hat, but I he's love that very he's like, like bothered. I love that he's like the shortest one who's not one of the kids. Yes. That became a big thing. He's like, he's got a big chip on his shoulder. He's got kind of a Napoleon he, complex. He should be voiced by Joe Pesci. He's not. <laughs> um, I didn't mind his voice. Ryan doesn't I, care I it for it. Weird. It changes in season two yes. to a similar voice. Uh, but by a different actor. Mm-hmm. Then there is Sunny, who looks like Peter Pan. Has a Peter Pan kind of outfit. I like her kind of like... I, I. There was something where I was reading on Twitter where it was like a shorthand to show a strong female in like video games and stuff lately. So that undercut haircut. Oh, yeah. But I think she kind of has the undercut. Just like a pixie cut. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't know. I thought it was kind of cool. Yeah. And then there's Grammy, who is my absolute favorite. Uh, her voice is the grandmother from Mulan and a million other things. Uh, Rocky the Squirrel from Rocky and Bullwinkles. June yeah. Foray. She's a big... She's been in a ton of then stuff. Then there's Tummy and he is... Lorenzo Music. Who's Garfield's voice and I did not know this, but Ryan educated me. Peter Venkman's voice in the cartoon yes. of Ghostbusters. Little little non-Gummy Bear trivia. Lorenzo Music vo- voiced uh, Peter Venkman in the Ghostbusters cartoon and Garfield... Which is kind of funny because then Bill Murray goes on to voice Garfield in the movie. Movie, yeah, so that's fun. So and then take that little piece of trivia, that little nugget, <laughs> to your next trivia night. Uh, and then Cubby is the last one. No, one, two, three. You forgot four, Zummy five, and Zummy. So Cubby uh, is the little one, and then Zummy is like the elder. He's like the el- well, he's kind of like Doc if you're comparing them to dwarves. He's kind of like Doc because he's he's oh he's exactly like Doc. That's a good yeah. Pull. So he's like Doc. Grum um, Grummy's like Grumpy, and then the other ones aren't necessarily a one for one. Yeah, but, uh, but those you know. two are, are similar. Uh, so that makes Zummy up. Zummy is voiced by Jim Cummings in what yes. is essentially Tigger's voice. Yeah, it very he goes in and out of sounding like Tigger and. I was saying it was interesting because he voices so many different characters. It was interesting that he chose Tigger's voice because it is very clearly Tigger's voice. But then... I wonder if he's voicing Tigger at this point, though. Yeah, I'd be interested to know that. The the mini adventures of Winnie the Pooh comes in a few years. So that might be... This might be his step. Because when we were watching uh, episode two, did you still feel like he sounded like Tigger? He goes in and out of it. Yeah. So in episode one, he sounds much more like it. Then he kind of sounds like he's backed off of it a little bit. But anytime he says anything with a T... He very much has that, that <laughs> trouncy, you know, like how Tigger pronounces yeah, certain yeah, yeah. words. That's in there for sure. So you can very much hear that. 
Uh, the reason why six is very important is because one of my facts was that this year in 2021, uh, Funko came out with a, with all the gum. Well, what I thought was all the gummy bear Funko pops. And I was like, oh my God, I can't wait to tell Ryan about this. This is so cool. This is so fun. And when I was a kid, I remember really liking Grammy gummy. Like I remember her, I remember what she looked like. Her voice was very distinct in my brain. And as we were watching, I was like, Ooh, I'm going to put that on my Amazon list. They didn't make her listeners. They made five out of six of them, and they forgot about Grammy. Hashtag justice best. for Grammy. Hashtag justice for Grammy. And let's just say, when you have a character that says a swift kick in the patootie, she's worth getting that was, that a was, Funko Pop. That was, they were trying to get across a bridge, and Zummy's afraid of heights, and she, that was her suggestion. Yeah. Um, I don't think we necessarily have to go into like the... Uh, like, I almost just wanted to watch the first two episodes to get an idea of what they feel like yeah, and talk about fine. stuff. We don't have to go beat for beat like we I do. Didn't re- I didn't really take notes beat for beat. Yeah. I just, I wrote down that quote because I thought it was really funny. And I maybe had one or two other things from the episodes. Well, I've got a couple questions for you that aren't, that are just general thoughts I had while I was watching it. Okay. Do you think it's odd that in this world they go, <laughs> what a baby. You believe in gummy bears? They're fairy tales. Ah, ogres. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I never understood. Well, I guess because they've seen ogres, so they're not a mythical yes. creature, whereas nobody has seen the gummy bears. So I guess that I guess kind of explains it just that. Like... The whole idea is um, Kevin has this medallion. It's not really a medallion, it's a medal. Uh, a gummy bear medal. What's the difference between a medal and a medallion? A medallion, I guess, I always feel like is jeweled. I don't know that that's true. I actually... I thought a medal was just you got it for bravery or winning the Olympics or something. And a, well, I'm still going. I might want to talk about something. Here's something else I want you to think about. Um, kind of while... Oh, so he has this medal or medallion and it has a big G on it and he said his grandfather got it. I think it plays a bigger part because he just kind of gives it to Zummy. Well, it looks like it's a key to things. Yes, well, it is. It's a yeah. key to the big book of gummy bears which is like their history, which when they opened it, I want to do like a stupid YouTube where they open it. You're not going to get this at all. And then it cuts to Gandalf reading Balin's last words in the in, in, in Moria. Now, Tara's not laughing at that at all, but there are some of you out there who are really <laughs> understanding that reference and, and enjoying it. So a medallion, a large medal, an emblem of registration oh. for a taxi cab. Excuse me? Any of various large ancient Greek coins, something resembling a large metal, as in an oval or circular design used as decoration, a painting or engraving set in an oval or circular frame, a circular portion of food, especially a boneless cut of meat. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Beef medallions. So I guess it's either or. Yeah. I guess you can say either or. But Something I forgot to bring up with the style of this earlier, I just remembered. I uh, saying German, it's German for gummy bear. So they, they, they looked into that and they went, well, this kind of feels like a Bavarian uh, setting. Mm-hmm. So they took, a, actually took a lot of reference from Snow White and Pinocchio. So oh, if you think, sense. if you think about their house that they yeah. live in, they live in like, it's, it's, I, I want to say it's like. secret lair. It kind of is like the Lost Boys. That's what I was going to say, only away. much nicer. Yeah, well, and also much more intricate because yes. they have all the tunnels. That's They've kind got of like, like a, a roller, roller coaster. coaster system that brings you all over the, the, the continent. And speaking of that, yeah. in 1991, 
A small part of Disneyland was temporarily outfitted as Disney Afternoon Avenue. Yes, I think we've talked about that a little bit we, on the DuckTales We episode. may have. And it featured characters from the shows. And one of the rides was a motorboat cruise. Now, I've never been to Disneyland, so I wasn't familiar with it. But it was temporarily... Careful, careful you're tapping you're tap, It tap was the temporarily mic. rethemed as um, the motorboat cruise to Gummy Glen. So there were plywood. So why did they do a roller coaster instead of a I don't a know. I guess because they were just retheming. <laughs> whatever was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. the plywood characters from the show were displayed during the ride. So, so it's just. So it was just, yeah. I mean, it was. It and was, it was also during the end of the run. 1991 is the last year. That, fair enough. That they but they were did have walk around characters. Oh, I didn't know that. I, I've seen pictures of that. And I, ha- I found recently, I believe it's called Character Central, which is a database of of them i put i post it when it, uh i don't know yeah the mulan episode will have come out by the time this one comes mm. out but i went into there is a ping costume but they oh, do not use it very often they do not use it very often uh i also when i was looking up information uh side note because we talked about popples a while back and on the facebook page that was a very popular discussion topic lots of people remembered having a popple uh, listeners, you can get a Funko Pop of a Popple. So uh, if you want one, it's out there. Uh, the other thing that I found going back to gummy bears, there was a British supermarket, Sansberries, I think it's called. Hmm. They manufactured and sold candy products called gummy bears. So they were based off of... On these? Yeah. Well, I mean, because there's gummy bears. Well, like, yeah, yeah, but, but I think... specific to these? I think so. I don't know why they would have given that fact to just say they sold gummy bears. I mean, so, would you get off IMDb? I did. Is sometimes, that sometimes they sometimes just do that? There's, it, you can go on there and write anything, and some people will oh, say some stuff Well, sometimes. then maybe. Well, let's, we'll double check that, and we'll let you know by the time we get to this. But yeah. I can't imagine they would give up that marketing opportunity. I know. I don't understand why. That could still be something they could sell in the sweet shop in the parks. Can can I ask you a question? Sure. What do you think gummy berry juice tastes like? I think it's kind of sour. I thought I thought very tart. Yeah, I thought very tart. Well, because tummy keeps tasting the berries that I'm assuming they're picking for the gummy mm-hmm. bear juice in the second episode, and he was tasting if they were ripe or not, and then they talk about it going bad. So maybe it is sweet, but I always pictured it to be tart. I always, I always pictured it kind to be of sour. A, kind of a tart pomegranate is what I think of. Yeah. Maybe because it's a deep red in the show and it also, you see those little palm. Yeah, those palm bottles. bottles. But yeah, I think I used to always think it was tart. Uh, Princess Kala, who is, you know, there, there's a kingdom. It's set up very similar. I know. I'm, I, <laughs> I have that note. Uh, but let's talk about her first. So Princess Kala is named after the daughter of the NBC president, Brandon Tarkov. I don't know that, that I wrote that right. down yeah, right. Tarkov. Uh, I've heard that name before. So so it must have been NBC that it was yeah. must have been NBC on and for ABC. a little bit, maybe. But her father, the king, Ryan could not stop he's, obsessing over his outfit. Because he's got this low-cut shirt that just shows... Like his it's, nipples are just slightly covered. Yeah, it's like where the where your nipples are would be. That's where if the it line. If it was a that's woman wearing this, it would be very inappropriate for children's television. Yes, yeah, the line kind of goes across where your nipples would be. It just doesn't go over as yes. far to show them. And then he's got that black and white fur, which is his yes cape. And so it's essentially so I don't know if it's a noticeable cape. or yeah, what would you cape. call that? It's a cape. Is that a or cape? A cloak? A cloak, maybe. Yeah. yeah. 
And but, he was giving me King Triton vibes. But a little don't bit. You, uh, that might have been it. Well, this guy predates King Triton, doesn't he? If this came out in '85. Oh. This guy predates. This is yeah. This is oh, old. This is older than you think it is. Didn't think about that. Um, but I will. I will say. I feel like he should have had a big tuft of white hair coming out. Yeah. Of it. This looked like he definitely waxed his chest, and he he had such a weird vibe. He was like, "Hello, my like if it, like maybe it was me pro- not projecting, but thinking about this whole time. But it felt like he was he, like every time they yelled cut, which they didn't because it's animated. He would go." Do you like my chest? Like, it felt like that was just like the, like. I didn't get did that. You, I mean. Did you like my chest? Once Ryan pointed it out, it was hard to not look at it anytime he came on screen. But um, the other thing that this is reminiscent of to me is it has a lot of Sword in the Stone vibes, but it also has some Black Cauldron I vibes. I was going to say that. The, the, like Kala. Because this came out the same year. Yeah, Princess Kala. Felt like Ellen Wee. Felt very similar. The castle, we don't get to see the castle very much in these first two episodes, but it's designed kind of similar. So I'm super curious if we, I did not do this research, but I'm curious if anyone who animated this... Like, did they go back and forth so from think, movies to Disney Afternoon cartoons, or were there separate animators for no, the Saturday morning No, separate animators. Cartoons? I think they use a different studio, but they, like, kind of um, coach them in the Disney way. Got it. I believe it might have been a Japanese studio. I'll have to double check on that. Um, and I'll, I, I will say, you said we didn't see a lot of the uh, castle Maybe it's because we spent so much time, so much of our of our relationship together watching Game of Thrones. But when the evil sculptor bursts into the princess's bedroom while she's sleeping, I'm like, oh, he's dead. Like that was the first <laughs> thing I thought. Like the king's gonna find out he's dead. Uh, the evil sculptor was this, this a really intriguing this, villain that I don't know that he comes back. So but. the second, no, I would be shocked. The second episode, well. So the second episode is divided up in two shorts because sometimes they wanted to do that so that they could air this as a 30-minute show. They could also air it in other places. As like a 12, 15-minute show. But also help them get to the syndication numbers quicker because they could say, well, these are two episodes instead of one. Mm -hmm. Um, But one of them they did was this sculptor who threw like magic dust on things. Well, I guess he wasn't a sculptor. He was a con artist. He was a con artist. He would throw magic dust on animals and they'd freeze. And people would think they were sculptures. They were sculptures. He puts a uh, uh, a rabbit away, and you see Donald and and Mickey. Their silhouettes that he's, you see them he's like he's gotten them. them, which I would have loved for like at the end when they free them all and he's getting attacked. Oh by yeah, the, they don't. Donald came out and did his little. I don't know how to do like his his fight thing he does that would have no bearing in an actual fight. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Uh. And he was like this, he was a very strange character. He was. I. He was intriguing though. I liked him. He was weird. But but yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely a show to check out. I think if you've never seen it, I do think they've done some good lore building, even off the first couple episodes. I remember really liking it as a kid. I kind of now want to watch all the episodes. Okay, that was going to be one of my questions coming out yeah, of Yeah, I'm like ready to continue to watch low it. Low-key, this is step one in my mini-step plan <laughs> to get you to watch Avatar The Last Airbender. <laughs> I because, knew it. Or, and Justice League cartoon. Oh my gosh. Because oh, we I watched know the you, Justice League Christmas episode just every to, year. No, we're going to watch the whole thing start <laughs> to finish. Um, no, but, um, we're uh, currently, uh, barreling through Survivor, so it's gonna have to wait. It's gonna have to wait. <laughs> but, uh, you would watch some more of Yeah, this? like, I was ready to watch the next one when it was time to record. I was getting a little sleepy. 
Interesting. That rare. I feel like that rarely happens. With yeah, us. it's usually I mean, the reverse. Yeah, yeah. I I was kind of like, eh. now I will say there's some animated cartoons I'm really into. I just feel like Grammy Gummy really speaks to me, and I just want to know more about her. I do think this one was better than some other stuff I've recently like gone back nostalgia wise. I went back because the Ewok cartoon is on uh, Disney Plus, and mm-hmm. someday we'll do that. But I watched the first episode of that, and it was written by Paul D- Dini, Dini or Dini, who like invented Harley Quinn. Was this like prolific oh. comic writer and television writer and, and cartoon like did great did Batman the animated series? Mm. The Ewok cartoon is garbage. <laughs> um, I was like, I, well, and I think there's something to be said here. This was their first try. It's yeah. similar to Snow White. Like you think about Walt Disney, like Snow White was their first take at doing a major motion picture again i don't want to dismiss the wuzzles once you see the wuzzles you'll understand why i i remember watching the heck out of. but you know what i'm saying they they put a lot of thought i think into the lore they put a lot of thought it sounds like they went Mm -hmm. through several drafts of what they were going to be when you talked about how they came to be yes but they put a lot of thought into the story they also put a lot of thought into how to make money off of it. And I think that's partly why Disney owns everything now. I think there's a lot of... I think it's a stepping stone to getting really good with making money. Because yes. I don't know about a lot of merchandise with this as opposed to like gargoyles No, stuff. but just and the... I, think, I had like Darkwing Duck toys when yeah, I was Yeah, but I'm more so I'm thinking from the, the syndication part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? What I was yeah. reading about that. Like that alone to me is like a very smart business move. You know, yeah. I'm not... I did not go to business school. I'm not trying to analyze <laughs> how yes, Disney does yes. business. But at the same time, I think that shows what we go on to see many years later and how they do things. Um, real quick. my So I had a couple of questions I wanted to yeah, ask and I fine. got through most of them except for one more, which is, is this theme song a bop? Does it slap? Is it a bop? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I hang out with... 80 and 90 year olds all day and even if i didn't i am not in the know i don't know what a bop is (laughs) do you like it is it a good song uh sure yeah it's an earworm for sure i would say it's an earworm i've heard it slaps but i feel like that's old terminology now i listen but i'm saying that and i'm not in the know either but no is not something that (laughs) i'm familiar with it's mostly just want to talk about is it a good song because like we're we're coming up if we do the next one we'll probably do of these disney afternoon will be like the the creme de la creme the ducktales theme which is like yeah so it's just kind of comparatively comparable i don't think think this is real good but i think it is close and it burrows in your brain absolutely I, like as soon as you said we're doing gummy bears i immediately started singing it mm-hmm. um you know and i hadn't seen it since i was a kid um just wanted to uh let you know that this the theme song is performed by star wars composer john williams's son joseph williams Whoa. and in 2012 alicia keys performed her own surprise version of the song on late night with jimmy fallon i'm obsessed with that and you need to find oh that. that'll be up on on the on the facebook i'm page. obsessed to hear that uh got any more facts you i'm looking i don't think i have anything else but i one more thing but honestly i don't think i have one more thing oh okay well guys um we're gonna like i said we're gonna go through a lot of these uh disney afternoon and saturday morning cartoon ones if you've got one you're just dying for us to do let us know on the facebook page give us a call 707 yo trpd1 um and you know uh 
I feel like I had something else to say there, but well, I don't. Well, you can also email us, too. You can email us. There's all sorts of ways to get a hold of us. You'll just listen to our little outro if you're looking for one of those. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited about doing these. This was a lot of fun, and it was... You know, it was it was a quick little romp down memory lane for me. I, I will say one thing. I don't think I watched this one as much because I think this was the one as I was coming home from school on weekends, on, on weekdays, this, it was, I didn't get home to start Gummy Bears. I got home to the end of it. So that might've been why I don't watch too much of it. Yeah. I was curious because at the beginning of the episode, you asked me about my nostalgia with it, but did you not have nostalgia with it? I don't know that you I think said. that's it. I, I it, I remember it not being my favorite. Like I think I wanted it to be more like Dungeons and Dragonsy, which is funny because we had the 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 main page for it up, and there was a dragon on there. But mm-hmm. I think it was mostly just a lot of them were just the gummy bears going like in this one where they're like, "We got to get the water back on," and I was yeah. like, "I want monsters. Give me more monsters." Well, the ogres were in there a little bit in that episode, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I I was a big I was a kid who wanted as many monsters as possible on mm-hmm. screen, so. Yeah, guys, let us know uh, the next one you want us to do. Uh, But until then, we'll see you next time. All right, take care. Thanks for listening to Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. If you want to tell us your favorite Disney villain and why it's guest on, send us an email at trprincessdiaries at gmail.com. Or you can send a tweet about how great Maleficent is, too, at trpdiaries. Check out our Facebook group by searching for Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries. Tara and Ryan's Princess Diaries are available on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Overcast, and many more. Wherever you hear us, please be our knight in shining armor and give us a five-star review. Thanks again, and until next time, remember to always live happily ever after. Uh